This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Sona, how's your sock drawer looking? It's messy. There's a lot of single socks. Yep. I think it's time for a little spring cleaning. Oh. <laughs> Check out Bombas. Once you try a pair, you'll never look at socks the same way again. I should know. I like my Bombas. Their spring collection has new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. My feet have never been to a party. <laughs> They've so got sad. stripes and florals and new vintagey colored rib socks. You know, when I'm wearing Bombas, I feel like my feet are being caressed okay. and cared for in a way they never have been in my life. Hmm. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash Conan and use code Conan for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Conan and use code Conan at checkout. Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Conan O'Brien! Thank you very much! How are ya? Hello, Brooklyn! Did you see what just happened right here? I offered my nipple to this woman right here and she wisely declined. <laughs> then I turned to this guy, who leaps at the chance, and you missed my nipple. You were like five inches off. You rubbed my low belly. We are so excited to be part of the uh, New York Comedy Festival! <laughs> Brooklyn Academy of Music. How many people here are from Brooklyn in the audience tonight? We got a real Brooklyn people here, right? Uh, it is amazing. It is amazing. I used to live in Brooklyn. I lived in a very different Brooklyn than the one you're thinking about. I moved to Brooklyn when I first got my job at Saturday Night Live. And we don't have to woo everything. Uh, <laughs> and then I was murdered. Woo! <laughs> and now I'm a ghost. Woo! Well, that's appropriate anyway. Uh, 
I came out here and I moved to Williamsburg in 1988. It was not the Williamsburg you know today. It bore no resemblance. It was desolate, it was frightening. Have you seen the movie Dune? Brooklyn was like Dune then. There was a giant worm uh, who was smart enough to buy his brownstone then. <laughs> He's made a fortune. But I lived then, and I think my roommate at the time, Lynette, are you here tonight? Where are you? Yell. There's Lynette. Lynette Cortez. Lynette was my roommate at the time, and I took the apartment over the phone at SNL. You told me you've got to move to Williamsburg. It's amazing. It's up and coming. And I got there and didn't realize you meant it's up and coming in 25 years. <laughs> Every day I was almost murdered. But I went to the old neighborhood like yesterday and now it's just a giant piece of avocado toast. It's <laughs> the whole building. But it's absolutely amazing, and I'm also just really impressed. I've been here like 24 hours walking around Brooklyn, and everyone here is so self-satisfied. <laughs> I'm serious. Everyone is like, hmm, I might recognize you, but I'm not going to say a thing. <laughs> and I'm going, hello! Comedy guy around 40 years, Simpsons, SNL, Conan's blah. And they're like, hmm... And they act like they don't, they're not even sure Manhattan is a place. There are people I've met from Brooklyn who've never... Has anyone here from Brooklyn never been to Manhattan? Just tell me right now. Okay, that's a little too much. I went too far. It's so nice of you to be here tonight, and it's so nice that uh, so many people are listening to the podcast, which is something that... Came along late, late in my career. I am 84 years old. And, uh, and this is the fifth anniversary of us doing the podcast, almost to the day. And we wanted to do something special, which is why we're here. We are celebrating five years of doing the podcast, and for me, it's been this miracle, this whole new life, and it wouldn't have happened if I wasn't joined by two other people. Yeah. My accountant. <laughs> And this real estate guy who's really smart. No, and I think we should bring them out here and, uh, and acknowledge them and give them all the love they deserve because they make it really fun for me to do this uh, podcast day in, day out. Let's get Sonam Obsession, Matt Gorley out here! <laughs> I always forget that Sona was, I made you go into show business. I mean, it was against your will, pretty much. You're my assistant. Yeah. And then uh, it, this whole thing, because you just came out and you saw this whole audience, and I think, yeah, that's a good crowd, yeah. Okay. I'm an old-time show business guy. <laughs> but you leaned into my, you leaned in and you whispered in my ear just now, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, also, you know what? I was listening to you talk backstage. Do you think it's a coincidence that Brooklyn became cool after you left? Okay. Oh! oh. <laughs> there has been a noticeable dip in cool the last two days. <laughs> I'm sure there has. Yeah. I'm sure there has. I mean, I'm, I'm blo I mean I, I've not spent a lot of time here, uh, but I have been having a blast. I really do love it. But yes, I do think everyone here is... Uh, be much better looking than I ever was, and they're much better dressed than I ever will be. I mean, it's very impressive. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty high bar is what I'm saying. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, come on. No, come on. I don't mean that. You're nice. Um, <laughs> but it is. Also, I'm sure not everybody here is from Brooklyn. No. There's a lot know? of people here who aren't from... People are from Staten Island. They're from Queens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got some people. Who came from Manhattan? Whoa. Okay, here's a question. Here's a question. I, we talked to somebody outside who came all the way from... Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Canada. In Canada. Where That's are a long you, Janelle? Way. Yeah, Janelle's here. Okay. Okay, let's not... Yeah. Sorry. Okay, take it easy, Janelle. There was like five Janelles out there. Just yeah. Now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> no, it's that Janelle right there. She is out of control. Um, no, people have come here tonight. There's someone from Guam. This is pretty amazing. Yeah, I made it up. It's not true. Oh, uh, I, met, I, oh. Met C- I met Caesar and Katie from uh, North Carolina. There they are. <laughs> yeah. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do a whole hour of randomly naming people. <laughs> You came from England? England? England. You lie! Wow. You came from England? Why? Don't do, don't do your accent. You, you were, he had other things to do in town, yes? You came just for this? Why? Jesus. <laughs> wow. Oh. You came from Tokyo? Now people are just lying. Yeah. I came from Middle Earth. What? <laughs> the Eye of Sauron brought me here. Uh, well, I hope you enjoy the show. Um, why? Why woo that? That woo was so badly placed. That's a guy in line who was like, I'm going to woo at just the right time. Yeah. Hey, look. These two on the extreme ends are like doppelgangers of each other. Look at this. That's true. Can, you, uh, st- can people see them? Please stand and turn towards the crowd. Please, I demand it. Why are we doing this, this to because people? Because you stand. It's their strange doppelganger. They're, look, they're alternate universe versions of each other. And they sat in the exact opposite universe seats from each other. Now swap partners. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to film it. For Dutch television. <laughs> oh my god! I just saw that shirt that says BDE and it has a picture of your, your oh, face no. on it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Oh! Oh no! What? What? Oh no! No! What are you talking about? No! What do you mean no? Come on! Oh please! You always act like some some asexual creep. <laughs> well, you're half right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a little lost. <laughs> Spell it out BDE for him. He's all confused. Big dick energy. Oh, yeah. I think it's big dork energy. Yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. And the crowd didn't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> they all know this guy's got it going on downtown. I'm just a meandering fool. Uh, I came here on a different flight from you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took four private jets to get here. <laughs> oh. I wanted my carbon footprint to be so large. You know, and you, it was four private jets just all mask taped together. Oh. And, and you had space for, for the two of us. No, I know. I like oh. to put my feet up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> actual Simpsons line. Anyway, um, no, I came here on American Airlines flight yesterday. Uh-huh. And uh, just shout out to AA. You know, yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah, give us those miles. What's that? Right? Huh? Give us those miles. Yeah. <laughs> Not money. Give us miles. <laughs> so anyway, what's wrong with you? 
I just, I realized I asked for miles, but we could just be asking them for money. No, okay. Well, no, they're not going to just give us money. just oh. <laughs> Or miles. Yeah, yeah or money. miles. It was any of this. But listen, I'm curious. Uh, I had a pleasant flight out. Did you guys travel together? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Can, Sona, do you mind if I speak somewhat freely about our trip in? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what you're going to say, but yeah. Well, we got on the plane and Sona goes, I'm going to take an edible. And then about a half hour later, she goes, I'm not feeling anything. I'm going to take another edible. <laughs> she puts on a movie. I put on a movie. Fifteen minutes later, I look over. <laughs> She's watching the movie Blackberry doing this. She it's was like a, rave tripping and dancing to the movie Blackberry. It's a drama, but that soundtrack <laughs> slaps, you know? How high did you get? I got really high. Yeah. I, I should not have taken the second one. And I found that out. And the third out. one was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you routinely take edibles before you fly? Yeah, it's so I could sleep. Well, you weren't sleeping. You were doing the robot while you watched <laughs> the movie Blackberry. Yeah, but after it ended, I went to, went to sleep for yeah. a long time. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. Okay, all right. I felt good. Okay. I had a good time How do you on feel that now? Thing. I feel good now. But you wouldn't do edibles before you came out uh, and do a show, right? No, I feel like... Have you like... ever done that before you've done a podcast? No, I have not. I know everyone probably thinks I do. Well, now I the laugh. way you say that, we do. Yeah, yeah. no, but I you... don't. That is me in my sober mind. But I should. <laughs> How fun would that be, though? Wouldn't we have a good time? I think it would be no different. Okay. <laughs> True. There's no difference. I've seen you completely wasted, and there's no difference. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, and I will, you're both good parents, because I will point out that... Oh, last, wait, come on. Last night, we were... No, I was being you honest. Last night, we were out to dinner, and drugs. both of you were showing me, were, because you're away from your young kids, you were both showing me uh, your baby monitors that you have on your phone. Yeah. yeah, which is something my parents never checked in on me in my entire lifetime. <laughs> uh -huh. They still don't know who I am or what I do. Yeah. But you are looking, you're in Brooklyn and you were looking at your children sleeping uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to be able to look at them at yeah. any point. My daughter had a book on her head. I noticed that. There was a large book, it looked like an Encyclopedia Britannica, was resting on, I'm not kidding, resting on her head as she slept and you went, I should go call my wife. <laughs> Like, this was like an eight-pound book was it, lying on her head. It's the only way she'll sleep. <laughs> it's like the weighted blanket, but you don't want to spring for that. We're educating her through osmosis. Yeah. She doesn't go to school. Put war and peace on her head, yeah, and she goes out like a yeah, light. sleep school. <laughs> war and peace. <laughs> you did so you, take an edible. I didn't. Why are you laughing at war and peace? I don't know. Just reading that to a little two-year-old? Come on, that's funny. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's funny. <laughs> I wish you had been part of my career a long time ago. <laughs> I know a lot, of, a lot of young fans like primarily know the, the podcast, but like, I could have used you in 1993 just yeah. laughing and looking at the crowd yeah. back when people didn't like me very much and say, come on, it's funny. <laughs> I don't know what that I would have helped me you, a lot. I don't know if I would have found you funny back okay. then. <laughs> Jesus. Body blow after body blow. <laughs> I know, I'm mean. You're, this woman's cheering me up again. Hi, uh, how are you? Got that. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant. Big I, dick energy over here. I'm not worried about anything. You made jokes like that. 
What's that? If you made jokes like that in 93. Back in 93? Yeah. No one knew what BDE was back then. That's true. That's a new one. No one talked about penises back then. Yeah. Now it's all we talk about. Yeah. Back then it was a forbidden subject. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even have them back then. Um, I, 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 I would have found you funny. Okay. That's nice. That's a great, great end to that little conversational circle right there. Thank you, Sona. Thank you for right here in front of this giant hall of fantastic people at the comedy festival at probably the very end of my career saying you would have found me funny. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, okay, guys, we can pull this together. Come on. Okay, let's pull it together. I want you two to make up. I think it's time. I love you. You know that. I love you, too. And I think you're very funny. You're a funny guy. I think you have a very promising career ahead of you. Okay, thank you. (laughs) You're a fool. Um, I think it's time that we get this show really cooking. Not that it's not cooking already, but I think it's time that we uh, maybe dim the lights and bring out our surprise guests. Hello. We are Please Don't Destroy. And we feel too young to be Conan O'Brien's friend. Gorley! Brooklyn! I want to thank you guys. These people left work at Saturday Night Live, where they're yeah. doing a show this week, to be here for the most important night of your lives in show business. Yeah, baby. So if the show is not good this week, don't be upset. Yeah. We're sorry we're not more famous. Um... <laughs> felt like a big build-up yeah. there. Um... You may know us from our hit show, Workaholics. Hello? <laughs> So, <laughs> glad to be here. Yeah. I am, I, I am a massive fan of you gentlemen, and I am so thrilled that you would be here tonight. Seriously, you know that. We so you, lucky to be here. I, uh, and one of the things I was like going over, because first of all, we have something in common. I worked at SNL long before you guys were born, back when it was a radio show. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, President Roosevelt would come on and say, and now for the big show. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there were sketches and things, and it was, uh, it was a very different time, and I was telling the crowd a little bit about that back in the day. And you guys work there, and you, have, you, you make these incredible comedy shorts, but I have to tell you, you shoot them in the actual office that's identical to the office that I worked in. Mine was just down the hall from yeah. the one that you guys do your show in. All your shorts, which have gone viral, that you do, I, they're in this room where I felt the greatest terror and dread of my life. <laughs> so when everyone else watches those sketches, they love them. And when I watch them, I have to say, I have to come over a lot of PTSD to appreciate what you got, you know, like to just get into the comedy a little bit because it's horrifying. It's a tough job. No, yeah. it's not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> not for us. I'm not saying for it's us, the really. hardest job anyone's ever done. <laughs> it's funny, when you're talented, it's not that no. hard. <laughs> I, I don't know. But that, I'm sorry you felt that yeah, way. Yeah, that's, that's so awful. sad. I just would that's try awful. and try and nothing would happen. And then you guys, <laughs> mm, I don't know. Do no, you, it can be really stressful. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Thanks. Do you look back fondly on your time at SNL? Like, is it one of your favorite? Uh, I was a magical time. I was like you guys. I was super young and I was working there and I couldn't believe 
that I, I remembered. The thing about SNL is they throw you right in the deep end of the pool. Yeah. Did you have that experience too? They, yeah. they, you show up and I didn't feel qualified for anything and I got hired and the first day they're like, Steve Martin's in that room. Go pitch him a joke. You know, go pitch him a sketch. And I would say, you shouldn't send me in there. I'm an idiot. I still have acne. I'm 23. I shouldn't be allowed in a room with that man. Yeah, no one's no. vetted me. And so I remember that part being just amazing. I loved it. It was scary yeah. and terrifying, but at the same time, I felt like it was an incredible experience. Totally. And, and nobody tells you anything about the show. There's no rules going into it. So when we shot our first uh, video, JCPenney Hard Seltzer, um, we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For those listening on audio, John made the audience clap. <laughs> yeah. No, and they still didn't. No, really. it's fine. They didn't know it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank oh, you. Yeah. There's a family in the top row. No, <laughs> when knows? we um, we just did that on our own because when we got hired, they were like, they had seen our videos on Twitter and TikTok and stuff, and they were like, yeah, maybe you'll do some of those because we were just hired as writers, so we just kind of took it upon ourselves to go shoot this thing, and then we showed it to producers, and they were like, yeah, maybe we'll show it. And then they showed it, and then it did well, and then it got on the air. But we didn't know that going in. Yeah. To... And it was the Kim Kardashian episode. Yeah. Which is like, I, I don't imagine that's what her audience wanted to see. <laughs> These three ghost white boys <laughs> talking about uh -huh. uh, funny hard seltzer brands. Did yeah. you, uh, who has been the guest star? I mean, I'm guessing, I think I know the answer, but who you've worked with that has been like the most intimidating, the biggest star that you've worked with? You think you know the answer? I think I do. Do you think it's yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's myself. <laughs> no, I've, well, I actually never did a thing with you guys uh, on the show. So, uh, no, oh, wow. it couldn't have been me. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. <laughs> I'm that unimportant to you that you thought maybe <laughs> I've done something? Oh, wow. I knew you from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, no, Wait, I mean, I'm curious who you think it is. Well, come on, Taylor Swift. That was, oh, that was huge. Oh. Yes. No. <laughs> Stephen Marty. Steve, yep. Okay, yeah, that's Marty. a good answer. Yeah. And Taylor Swift. Obviously. Taylor Swift, definitely. But that's too big that it's beyond like I couldn't understand it. And I just want to have a quick check in, Martin. Have you spoken yet? Hello. No, I have not. <laughs> Uh, Just a quick little check-in with Martin. So, See, Martin, where yeah. do you go? Are What's you, up, bud? Where do you go in these moments, Man. these long moments, where you disappear? <laughs> you were like this. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta say something at some point, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't have a conversation with you in front of zero people. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a million here. But well, yeah, Taylor nice. Swift was... Uh... <laughs> I think you should stop right there. <laughs> Thank I mean, you, guys. I think it'd be great. That's it I also Martin. think it'd be yeah. great you guys. if you were hooked to a, a, like a rope and you sailed up and out. <laughs> and it was, a, it was an exit that cost us like $30,000. <laughs> and just wasn't worth it. It's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always 
doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. in today's Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the Jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone <laughs> cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on this? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling, Miller Lite, or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not, that's more people than are on earth because there are people on the moon using it in Saturn. (laughs) That's one over 1 billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. 
God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Mm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You guys started together, New York, uh, NYU, uh, and um, you guys were making, and this is an amazing thing about this era. When I was starting out, you couldn't, uh, I mean, I don't have to explain that. Everyone knows. You couldn't make a video and put it on the internet. There was no internet, but uh, I envy that. I envy your ability to like workshop stuff and put it out there and get responses from people. We, we just did things bits in alleys for each other. When, when you were at the lim- For sexual favors. Right. <laughs> You were was... etching into a tablet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you were at the Lampoon and you yeah. wrote stuff, yeah. would pe- would other students like come up to you being like, "That's really funny"? Like, was it not often? No, <laughs> no. And uh, that was the thing is, I would they you know was, I was in college and I was writing stuff for the College Humor magazine, and every now and then someone would accidentally get it and read it and be like, oh, I think you're the, you have a funny name and I think I read something by that guy with a funny name and I think that amused me slightly. But no, I didn't get that, that fix at an early age at all. I didn't get that for many years. Damn. Yeah. Still kind of didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it but, just, yeah, just kind of never came. That's so it never sad. really happened. <laughs> never really came together for me. Uh, but we, you, yeah, go ahead. Shut up. Um, <laughs> shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, uh, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Hang on, hang on. You know, on. I always had an idea for an improv character who just goes, shut up, 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 shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Just dominates every scene. And then he's got a bad attitude like, no one can top me on stage. Yeah, a character. That's that's the loop that's playing in my head right now. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> Get on the drums, dude. Yeah, <laughs> shit. No, I, I can't do any of that. <laughs> what oh a great God. show business thing. Hey, show them that thing you do on the drums. I don't do anything on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> Curtain down. If, if you guys need help like loading that shit out later, <laughs> that I could maybe do. Look, the important thing is you're having this incredible success. Uh, These videos are everywhere. People yell at you on the street, catchphrases from your videos. Yes, they do. What's the one you hear the most? Uh, Sad virgin. I get that too. (laughs) But you get it for a different reason. Yeah. Uh, You did a sketch that relates to sad virgin. Totally. And it's not even true. Right. We're not sad. (laughs) Did that joke on the Tonight Show last night. Yeah, baby. Uh Uh-huh. That's all right. If you got it. By the time this thing airs, we'll have forgotten all about that shit. (laughs) Now listen. Well, you don't have any history with the Tonight Show, do you? (laughs) What happened with that? (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were doing that. Let me tell you. Let's get into that. just couldn't handle too much comedy, see? (laughs) (laughs) It was a different time. You guys were like three when that happened. Yeah, I know. You don't care. (laughs) And that's how I know Sona from the Can't Stop documentary. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. 
Sona was in uh, Conan O'Brien Can't Stop. Yeah. yeah. You were high there, too. I was. <laughs> Eat, you I was drank eating. a lot on that tour. I was eating the whole time. I was high a lot, and I was drunk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You're Best welcome. Best assistant I've ever had. <laughs> My favorite photo, and I kept it, and I have it uh, taped up, is there's a photo of, like, 15 people who got backstage at some event, and I'm taking a giant, a number of giant selfies with them, and in the foreground, Sona's drinking the largest glass of white wine you've ever seen, <laughs> not helping me in any way. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Have you ever, have you guys ever smoked together? Smoked weed? No. No. Yeah. No. What about heroin? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, that we do all the time. Yeah. yeah. Heroin's a very quick sustained high. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Are you okay, man? <laughs> What about heroin? We have to go back to work after this. <laughs> we do. Okay. It's writing night at SNL. Listen, Lauren won't know. He's not yeah. there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Lauren shows up Saturday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> What's happening? Um, none of this. We'll cut it out. Sure, it'll be fine. <laughs> Did Conan say that? What's he doing? Is he still in the business? Um, can't he just age naturally? Um <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh-huh. Lauren came to an audition. That's how you got on SNL. Yes. And you did you know he was in the audience when you auditioned for Lauren? We did. We we had been making uh, a bunch of videos online on Twitter and TikTok and stuff, and those had started getting some attention from people at the show. And then yeah, they were like, "Hey, Lauren is going to come see your show at this like basement improv theater in New York." Yep. And it was terrifying. And he had a mask on. It was like kind of right at the end a of the A Nixon mask. <laughs> <laughs> he used to do that to try and throw off performers. <laughs> I'm Nixon. You are really good at impressions, my friend. Yep, that's my Nixon. <laughs> it was similar to yeah. your Lorne. Not really. Very different impression. Yeah. Ask me for another one. Cat Williams. What's that? Um, uh, here, I, here I am. I'm Cat Williams. <laughs> And now I'm Obama. Cat Williams. Where did you come up with that? I love Cat Williams. (laughs) So anyway, you knew he was going to be in the audience. You were terrified, but it worked out. It worked out. He came backstage after the show and he shook our hands and was like, I I think I'll be seeing you soon. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why you're laughing. It's not a joke. Who fucking laughed at that? Bring all the lights on. <laughs> Getting to the Get bottom him out. of this. We Get start, him out. We start going through people. What <laughs> you from Tokyo. <laughs> Is there you somebody? came all the way from Tokyo. People came from Tokyo. To they be did? Here. Yes. And, and they the got us? Please don't <laughs> destroy. Man, you were on the flight over being like, it's surely Tina Fey. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys have made like three videos. <laughs> Come on, you're the hip, cool thing. You're up and coming. You're on the edge. You'll see. It's all going your way. Hey, I was part of you had a very successful tour yeah. this summer, and you asked me to drop by. Yeah. And I did. You guys did a show in D.C., and I, uh, I came to that show, and I watched you guys, and you killed it. Uh, and you were hilarious. Your sketches are fantastic. Thanks, Conan. Thank you. Yeah. you were so... That was awesome. And then um, you brought me on stage yes. and uh, humiliated me. <laughs> I don't think that it was humiliating. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was a great idea. It was, a, be- 
it was also funny that we had you fly out to D.C. to be in the show and then told you when you were there we had a show in L.A. the they next did. week. That's a true story. <laughs> Which is where you live. They yeah. told me there's a spot for you in D.C. and I said, I really like these kids. So I flew from L.A. to D.C. and backstage they said we're at the Wiltern Theater in two weeks which is 22 minutes from my house. If I'm crawling on my belly, it's 22 minutes. Anyway, it was nice. I enjoyed the flight from L.A. to D.C. is the best flight. Oh, my God. I didn't know they made a commercial airliner that small and narrow. Uh, yeah, they projected a movie that for everybody to watch. They did it old school. But anyway, I came and I was really impressed with, uh, with your sketches. They're very original. They're very cool. And I, I just loved it. I loved being part of it. You know what's funny is you also, didn't you have a three-man sketch group back in the day with Odenkirk and am Robert Smigel, Odenkirk? It wasn't three-man. We had oh. a bunch of other people, but we uh, did it in Chicago. It was called Happy, Happy, Good Show. And we did a lot of the things on stage that um, audiences at the time didn't like that much, but they ended up being on the late night show. Wow. Uh, year 2000 was... Uh, was Hell yeah. Um, we used to do that in Chicago, and that was in the summer of 88, and uh, it was a blast. And, and then, um, who knew? I mean, I always thought Bob Odenkirk was one of the funniest people ever, and now he's one of the world's greatest actors. <laughs> and I was yeah. like... I didn't know. I had no idea. I'm it's so insane. happy for him. Yeah. Somebody tagged us in a photo of the three of you and was like, this is Please Don't Destroy. Yeah. Those are good times. Um, the tour was a big success. We it had a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. It was fun. And you, you did something in that that I thought shut was up, like this up. new, I could tell it was a new level of comedy that things have changed, which is you, when you're done with a sketch, you just say, and it does really well. Everyone's laughing. You went, okay, so that was that one. <laughs> We don't uh, want to waste people's Next time. one, and I thought, who does that? Who does that? Yeah. And, uh, and you guys do it. And I was talking to other comedy friends of mine, and we said, I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> that we could just say, okay, that's that one. And it makes me think back to all the years where I struggled to think of an ending for a sketch. Yeah. And, this, and, and it's fake because endings are often terrible for yep. a sketch. And so we would work, work really hard and come up with an ending and be like, well, I guess we sure are the mouse family. <laughs> and then they would cut to G.E. Smith, the guitarist, going... <laughs> and they would go to commercial break, and I would just be... I would, we would force America to applaud that ending. <laughs> yeah. And I watch the endings to my sketches now, and I feel I'm humili... It's so embarrassing. Oh, it was a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Thanks. <laughs> I was a drowning man and you threw me an anvil. <laughs> I remember when we were in college, John and I were on a sketch group together that like the years long like format was that you would black out the lights at the end of a sketch and the whole group would like dance together. Yeah. Like, while people are changing. Oh, that's a war crime. Yeah. And it was <laughs> humiliating. So I think it's kind of in response to that. Yeah, I think we rebelled against it. Just so you just said, yes, yeah, so you just learned. I mean, Mining hey. Python figured out in 1969, you can just say, and now for something completely different. And I thought yeah. they like broke the sound barrier. And then the United States, we just kept plodding along with, well, I guess we do have big bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> and One then music would play sketches. and everyone's like, I guess that was an ending. <laughs> It was no, it was really fun being on tour. It was fun like meeting people in person who have seen us in our videos 
because people would always ask us like are you guys really best friends in real life yeah and the truth is almost all of us are so <laughs> yeah let's just wonder, get through this guy i don't know who the mad odd man out is <laughs> so we'll have to figure that out <laughs> No, we'll for real. Know. These are genuinely some of my coworkers. And um, <laughs> you like those bits? I did like those bits. <laughs> Thanks, Conan. Yeah, Would we you planned them. <laughs> you guys must be super excited to be sitting with me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I genuinely don't want to pander to get the crowd to cheer, but Conan O'Brien is the best to ever do it, and we love him so yeah. much. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not pandering at all. No, no we're not pandering. No. Said that as written. Uh, yep. <laughs> it was your contractual. Um, <laughs> you guys were very nice because, and this is where we have to be delicate, because uh, there is a, you know, a, a strike happening right now, which I'm, yeah. I think is going to get resolved, I hope, any hour now, any, yeah. any second now. But, so we're not promoting things. But I did work on a project with you guys, yeah. a project that uh, may be projected at some point. Um, <laughs> what the fuck, It's out of protest. That was mad. That was Matt. I want attention. <laughs> Have we boxed you guys out this whole time? No. No. Okay. We're no. really having a good time over here. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. very much the Martin of this group. Anyway, yeah. So it's, <laughs> right. It's Feels like the three of you like have, have a good thing uh -huh, going. Yeah. All of us out here, there are there are two that refuse to speak. <laughs> I, uh, you guys invited me. Are you yeah. talking about the auto workers' strike? No. I'm talking about the SAG after strike. And so we're trying to respect that and not talk about, say, an upcoming project. I've been told to use the word project. Yes. That might be coming out soon yeah. involving you gentlemen. And uh, you were kind enough to ask me to be part of it. Yeah. To play one of your fathers, one of you. <laughs> Can't say. Um, and I got the call, and I am a big fan, and uh, was thinking it would be, oh, that's cool. And then I read the script for the project, and I said, <laughs> the script which would then create the project, sure. which will be projected uh, in maybe some kind of a room, uh, <laughs> and other rooms across the country. And I said, oh, that's really funny. I would love to do that. So I was honored that you guys chose me from the... Literally tens of thousands of people that uh, yeah. no. look just like you. <laughs> <laughs> we had so many options. It was me or Ron Howard, yeah. <laughs> We've been snarky, but we love you, Conan. Yeah. yeah. And for real, when we were doing, without honestly promoting it too much, when we were in the midst of trying to figure out like what the role was going to be, we were like going out to a bunch of people. Like Paul Rudd was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. He, I felt like... Because you've used him in a lot of your stuff. He's hilarious. Yeah, we worked with he's him at SNL, and he's the best. He's yeah. terrific. It just wasn't... It wasn't like a fit. It didn't like, yeah, yeah, work for was, the... Yeah. Uh, it wasn't right. But we love, but we him. love him. He's genuinely. great. I, I don't know. How dare you? Oh, hey. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey. What's going on? Oh. 
Hi. Thank you. Hello. Hi. 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 No. Please sit down. Please sit down. Thank you. No, they sat down a while ago. Yeah. And, and I think they're all, probably listening on their phones. They don't yeah. know no one was standing up. And don't take it for they they were doing that for all the guests tonight. So Yeah. Look, I I wasn't anticipating coming out. I thought I would just be standing in the wings not saying a word, much like Martin. <laughs> <laughs> But then I heard what was going on, and I felt, oh, I needed to say something, right? I mean, we're sorry. I needed yeah, to, Paul, it, to state my case. Well, they just said that you weren't a good fit, and that they, they thought I was the better fit for it. That's all. Right. <laughs> no, I got that. And, and by the way, you, they have every right. What the hell? Come on. <laughs> Ridiculous. Please continue. They have every right to cast their project uh, in any way they want. Of course, they're the creative minds, and, uh, and I think they made a, a great choice. But look, I have a subscription to Dramalog. I get the breakdowns through my agency, the Savage Agency. <laughs> I know what's going on out there in the industry. And so I heard about the project. Uh-huh. And I'm like, hey, this sounds great. Uh, right. I should just reach out, you know, um, and uh, say, great, I'd love to be a part of this. They, they said, terrific, we'd love, uh, we'd love for you to come in and audition. <laughs> I said, guys, come on. I mean, look, I'm, I, I, I was in Halloween 6. I'm offer only. But they wanted to see it, you know, which I, I get, I understand, I understand, but I said, well, here's the problem. I can't come in right now because, well, we're in the middle of a lockdown. It's COVID. To which you guys said, and I will never forget this, you said, that's not a real thing. <laughs> they were, I remember that. They were very, yes. And I said, no, it's very much a real thing. In fact, I have it. Right now, I'm wearing a Nixon mask and everything. <laughs> That's called a callback. <laughs> We're learning a lot about comedy tonight. Hey, everyone with microphones, toast. Hey! Wow! Uh, what a great experience. <laughs> there was nothing weird about that. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> So I said, all right, well, look, here's the deal. I can't come in, but I, I could probably audition. I could do this remote. I'm here with, uh, I'm here with my, uh, my elderly mother, and uh, maybe we could, if you send me the pages, I could put together something. I can work with her. Obviously, I felt good about this because as I uh, did know, elderly people, are, they don't, they're not affected by COVID. So, uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh -huh. So we worked, uh, worked on the audition 
And I was really proud of it. I was really excited. And I said, all right, well, just, you know, I'm filming it. I can put on a link. I'll give you a password. I'll send it off. And then I, I never heard anything, which was a little upsetting because I thought it was pretty good. And if you're interested, no, you guys can be the judge. And maybe you can see whether or not I, I was know. right for the part or not. All right. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, pretty, I feel pretty secure that I nailed it, but let's, let's, see, uh, let's see what you did with it. Should we do that? Yeah. Is that all right with you guys? Fine, I mean, fine. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Let's well, let's, uh, let's see his audition. Let it rip. Now, I get that my mom throws it off. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Eternal uh, thanks to them. My eternal thanks to Please Don't Destroy for stopping by. Thank you, guys. Brian Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT. Now ADT professionally installs Google Nest products so your home is safe and smart. You can check in on your home and manage your security systems from virtually anywhere. Google Nest cams can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. You can know that there's a package out there. I know. And not a person. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, sometimes a person rings the doorbell and I think it's a package. Anyway, (laughs) and with Nest Aware as part of your monthly ADT service, you can get 30 days of event video history, even smarter notifications like when a familiar or unfamiliar face is seen. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just a tap. I'm always setting off alarms accidentally. This is helpful for me. Oh, good. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, well, you got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are trademarks of Google LLC. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all sometimes have issues or things we need to talk about, get off our chest. I have that all the time. Don't you, Sona? I do. Yeah, and we need people to talk to. And we carry around different stressors. We carry big stressors. We carry small stressors. Uh, I was raised in a culture where you're supposed to kind of bottle it up, and I've learned over time that that's not the best thing to do. If you do let things rattle around in there for a while without talking it out, it can affect your life very negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. BetterHelp's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. A lot of people 
have a barrier towards getting therapy because they think, well, I don't know, I've got to find the person, talk to them. What if I, it's not a good match. I, then it's awkward. None of that. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Conan. Be honest, the second you saw Paul Rudd, who knew? Yeah. But it still doesn't matter, does it? You're just waiting. Even I yeah. was like, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. I know it's going to happen, it's the but setup. I want it to happen. Yeah, he's really invested in the setup, too. You're like, maybe it is an audition tape. Yeah. No, it's not. No, he could go on for maybe four hours talking <laughs> and then working his way slowly to it, and I'd still be happy to see that. He's been doing that, I think, for maybe 15 years to me. Someone did a mashup. Have you ever seen the mashup online? Yeah. Do you have any one? Why are you holding that? Boy, how, just, do all of those work right now? Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> okay. Yes. Just in case I need them. Okay. Well, that was delightful. That was delightful. You know what else is delightful? What? We have some big news. We do. Celebrating this five-year anniversary, which we've learned... <laughs> we've learned it's called the quinquennial celebration. Yeah, we, have a, it, we are celebrating, and this is what we've done. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. I have a card. <laughs> What's that? I was like, yeah, I have a card. Here. Someday you'll have a card. Here. That doesn't say anything on it. <laughs> it says Q setup. <laughs> I know business. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to announce uh, that to celebrate our five years, all new original content, we are coming out with a vinyl record. Uh, yeah. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Quinquennial celebration. There I am on the cover. And yes, that's my orgasm face. <laughs> Shock and sad surprise every time. Every time. Many times a day. Anyway, it's a limited edition vinyl. Only 1,500 copies oh. are going to be made. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's right. And it's vinyl. And if you want to celebrate the future, <laughs> it's cool. I mean, I think it's very cool. And also, I lis we listened to it the other day. It's stuff that hasn't happened on the podcast. It's all new. Yeah. There's some stuff in there I really like. Uh, and the pre-order is going to start tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at NewberryComics.com slash Conan. And these are going to uh, come out. But I think it's cool. I, I'm glad that we have, uh, have a record coming out. I think yeah, it's like neat. you said, it's all original content. It's also uh, a little bit more zhuzhed up than normal. It's, it's got some, some music, some production and stuff. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to make it a little bit more It makes the uh, podcast we do every week sort of look shitty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or exposes just how shitty it exposes is. Exposes how yeah. shitty it is. It holds a magnifying glass up to uh, how little is there. A huge so you want to get this or you don't have to. You know, it's, there's 15... What are you doing? I don't like to oversell. I would prefer you not get this. Conan! There's a lot of things to spend money on. You know, these are probably very cheap, but still, you could buy 
well, I don't know what you could buy <laughs> in Brooklyn, <laughs> but uh, you could buy like four cups of coffee or this vinyl. Yeah. So I don't yeah, know. No, but it's going to be cool. Yeah. And you should get it, guys. I shouldn't have said, don't buy it. Yes. Yeah. Um, you people should. are going to be upset because people worked hard on it and it's very high quality. I wouldn't buy it. But <laughs> I don't know why anyone advertises on our podcast. I don't either. Because I'm a terrible at you, doing at advertising. Are. I just like to have fun. And a lot of the times I find out, yeah, they're still going to stick with you, even though you mocked the product and said yeah. it will kill people. Yeah. They're still sticking with us. But yeah. Don't buy this. Um, yeah. It's great. It's good, good vinyl. Get it. Get the vinyl. Just stop. Don't get yeah. the vinyl. Stop. We're, we're losing sales as Don't we speak. Don't buy it. Okay, stop. Buy Please. it. Get it. It's great. Uh, it's really good. It's got a lot okay. of good stuff on it. Um, I wouldn't get it if I were you. <laughs> get, get the vinyl. It's very good. good. It's excellent. It's got good. a lot of fun surprises. I really am saying sincerely buy okay, it. Okay, good. End there. Okay. okay. This is terrible. I wouldn't do it. You just, uh, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to see how far I can go. Please. Okay, please. I'll stop. Uh, okay. I'll stop. Get you're it. You're done. Yeah, Make it. sure you get it. Get okay. It. Have to get it. Holidays are coming up. You want a holiday gift. <laughs> <laughs> but then think of all the other gifts you could get someone for the holidays. <laughs> just There's all the so other many vinyl. things you could get someone for the holidays. <laughs> how do you even know they have a record player? <laughs> I swear to God, someone backstage was like, mention the holidays. I wouldn't give someone a vinyl record as a gift. <laughs> What are the chances they have a record player? <laughs> There's like one in five? One in ten? That's pushing oh, it. Oh, I know yeah. you guys are cool and you have them. No! <laughs> no! Stop! Don't get it! <laughs> get the record. It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> okay. We're going to move on? Yep. Okay. All set. Ready to go. For What's next? our next segment. No, no, no. I'm all set. Okay. For our next segment. We are going to listen to some very special pre-selected voicemails. Oh, these are voicemails. Live. These are people yeah. With real questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these are, uh, these are coming to us uh, over the phone line. Is that correct? Yeah. Live over the phones. Cool. And, yeah. Definitely over the phones being piped in from somewhere else, even though here they come down the center aisle. First and up, Matilda Meyer. Hi. Welcome. Hi, Hi, Matilda. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Um, my question for you guys, if you guys woke up and you were a chair one day, who would you let sit on you? <laughs> this is my favorite question. <laughs> who would we let sit on us? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I feel sexually uh, harassed right now. <laughs> if I was a chair, is that the question? Yes. If you were a chair, who would you want to... S- the, to s- what? If okay, you- so you go first, Gorley, go. Oh, no, no. <clears throat> yeah, How, let's have it. Oh, well, I mean, I just... There's two ways to approach this question. I... I oh, God. I'm going to take the non-sexual way. Ooh. Okay, uh, chair. Wait, what? I, di- I panicked. What did you say? I said share. Share. Because it rhymes with chair? <laughs> Is that the only reason you chose it? Maybe. I, I'm having a real tough time. Okay. Okay. Share. That's a good answer. She's an iconic, uh, hey, Ar- Armenian uh, superstar. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Half. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. a good answer. That, that would have been one of my answers. You can have it. No, no. Oh. You have to come up with your own. I mean, mine's obviously Slash, the love of my life. I mean, besides my husband. Um... <laughs> I've, I've, oh, right. So I play husband. Yeah. But um, no, Slash, who's, you know, my boyfriend. But you want him to sit on you. Yeah. Oh. I do. 
Wouldn't you want Slash to sit on you? No, I love his music, but that doesn't translate to I want his ass on me, you know? Oh, yeah. It doesn't translate. Is that what you're talking? I don't want, I don't want, yeah. I think it would have to be a historical figure for me. I would want to say... Oh, God. Yes. Who? What? Come I would want on. it to be a historical figure, and because I'm a chair, I want them to be very light. So, so there's not a lot of weight. A very small historical figure. Napoleon? Napoleon. <laughs> and when I could say, Napoleon sat on me, that's a big deal. Did it hurt? No. He's like 5'1". And this is after his retreat from Russia, and he's lost a lot of weight. And it's, it's a very light Napoleon. Yeah. And his feet are dangling. His feet are dangling, and he, he's kicking them. And he's like, I am the emperor. He's dangling his feet. And I'm a chair that's animated, so I can laugh at him. You're pretty small there, buddy. This chair is laughing at me. I do not like it. What's that? Your French impression is good. I like it. Oh, this chair is laughing at me. I don't like it. That's right. That's our really good French accent. Yeah. <laughs> no one does better accents than Sona and Conan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we've answered your question. Thank and, you, Matilda. It's very nice to meet you, Matilda. Thank you. Next up, Kevin Smith. How's it going, guys? Hi. Uh, if you guys were to do a group Halloween costume, what, what would you do? What the hell is going on here? I like that one. Yeah. So, uh, I, like, I like both so of these so far. If, if, no, they're very creative, uh, but uh, we've never had all the questions be, this is interesting, yeah. this is great. These are really interesting questions. Now, what's, if we were a group yeah. Halloween costume? Cher, Slash, and Napoleon. <laughs> Human centipede. <laughs> oh, no! Human centipede, Human Napoleon, c- Human celebrapede. Yes, yeah. human celebrapede. Yeah. You yes. Are, you are a celebrity, though. You would dress up like another celebrity. Is that what you mean? I'm kind of a celebrity. I would be, I'm at the front. I'm uh, Napoleon. No, I oh. want to be at the front. Nope, I, I oh. called the front. Come on, no. don't put I'm me at the front middle. going, I am Napoleon. I am leading this army of three. Oh, man. And, uh, and then... Um, Not me in the middle. I won't do the middle. Well, the middle's still better than the end. No, the middle is the worst. If you both die, I'm just stuck. Front. You're in the middle. Who, has watched the middle. Human, who actually watched Human Centipede here? Anybody? I've seen it. <laughs> wow, that's awful. Yeah. That's one of the most awful things. Remember when we were on tour, it came out. Yeah. And you went to the back of the tour bus and watched it. Yeah. With Megan, and you guys watched Human Centipede, and you came out, and it's like you had seen the face of death. Yes. You came out. Your minds were just wiped clean. And the internet was spotty, so it would keep buffering, and it took us four hours to watch it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So what do you think of yes. our answer? Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, thank sir. You, it's nice to meet you. My name is Sanjala Singhal. I'm a huge fan of you all. Uh, Conan and I made a sculpture of your face in high school, but that's not my question. Wait, well, I'd like to ask a few questions about that yeah. before we get to your question. That bears a follow-up. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, well, well, let's, uh, and, and where are you from? From Long Island. Okay, you're from Long Island, and uh, woo. Um, <laughs> I just added one woo because there were so few. You made a sculpture of me in high school, yep. and... Um, Everyone got to choose what they got to sculpt. And yeah. you, how did it go over with the teacher when you said, um, first of all, did the teacher know that it was Conan O'Brien or do you think that it was someone else? So we had to bring like an example photo. So of course I brought you, everyone brought like, you know, Greek figures, you know, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I brought Conan O'Brien. 
Um, Sona, I don't know why you're laughing. Everyone brought great figures. It sounded like she said everyone else. Yeah, that's what she brought meant. Great no, I didn't. Figures, I didn't. I, I, I mean, I didn't detect that at all. I detected. She said, like everyone else, I brought a great figure. Exactly. Was the teacher okay with it being me? Be honest. He was a little weirded out, but he liked it. <laughs> okay. All right. And what was the medium that you used? What was it made of? Cardboard. Wait. I'm sorry. How do you make a sculpture out of cardboard? That's not a sculpture. Did you draw something on a box? And then you panicked when you got to the microphone and said sculpture? No, no, no. It was, it was 3D. It stood on its own. It was beautiful. A little creepy, but beautiful. That's Why like was it you. creepy? Because I made it, not because of you, of course. Okay, no, I would love to see it. You still have it? I think I have a photo of it. I will send it to but you. But the somehow. original must have meant so much to you. I don't know why you would have gotten rid of it. It's in storage. It has an insurance policy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That was so good and so fast. Thank you. It's like the rosebud sled in Citizen Kane. <laughs> Um, okay, well, that's very nice. That's, that's very cool. And uh, let's, let's hear your question. Sure. My question was, um, when you get to New York, what's your first stop for food? Oh, that's a really good question. I have to say my super guilty pleasure is uh, the Chinese food in, on the Upper West Side in New York, like Shun Li. They don't have that. They don't have anything like that in Los Angeles. And... Um, True story. I don't want to get in trouble, but this is a true story. I was so happy about Chun-Li that I took uh, all my writers when we did a week of shows at the Apollo Theater a couple of years ago. I took them all to Chun-Li for a big dinner, and we all had a big dinner, and we closed the place down. We were the last people to leave, and we all left, and uh, it was a really great night. And in the morning, one of the top stories in the New York Post was Chun-Li raided for health violations. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm serious, like, the raid happened after we left. Now, I have gone there since, because apparently it was a problem that was fixed and blah, 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 but my, it, was, it was the next day in the paper that they, we, we, I think we left at like 11.15, and it said like at 1.15 in the morning, just after this, red, this tall red-haired woman left, <laughs> they raided Shun Lee, but I have to say it's that I'm, I have a that's my guilty pleasure is that really that that Chinese food that would be unrecognizable in China. You know, like they would say that's not Chinese food. What have you done to this? But it's absolutely amazing. And you go there, and uh, it's uh, just an abs. It's everything is really goopy and sugary. Uh, I just absolutely. I'm not selling it well. I'm selling it. <laughs> selling about it. Don't go there is what I'm saying. <laughs> After you don't buy the vinyl, <laughs> don't go to Shun Lee. No, I'm gonna make sure I'm legally safe here. They took care of that. They took care of whatever that problem was, and I've been to Shun Lee since, and it's a great place. Also, I think vinyl's coming back. There you go. How was that? Did that go okay? That was perfect. Why does your microphone keep going? What's, your microphone is getting depressed. Okay, thank you very much. It was very nice to meet you. Thank you, Sandula. Thank you. Sean, are you Sean? That's me. Hi, what is your name, sir? Sean. Sean. So my question is something that my wife and I have been feuding over the last couple months. Uh, we were wondering if it's okay to name a child after your pet. 
Name a child after, wait, whose pet? Our pet. What's the pet's name? Zelda. Well, wait a minute. Zelda's a nice name. Yeah, Does, yeah. Is the pet still alive? Yeah, she's four. The pet is a dog or a cat? Oh, she's a dog. You have a dog that's alive. Yes. And that's young for a dog, four. Yeah. What breed is the dog? She's a black lab. Black lab, okay. You have a black lab that's gonna live for a long time named Zelda. You wanna name your child? Uh, we're not, ha we don't have any children. <laughs> yeah. So this is a hypothetical. I think- Do you realize how precious this time is? You know, we were just wondering you know, maybe your answer could help sway us. Because you're thinking of naming a child Zelda. Uh, well, it's a feud, so I would love to. She doesn't, you know. But you don't know if there's going to be a child anytime in the future. I think your answer may help, you know, determine. A lot of My, pressure. That's more pressure than people coming from England to see this show. I'm going to say no. And I think the crowd's with me on this. Because if you have a child anytime in the near future and the dog and the child coexist and you're constantly saying, bad Zelda, bad Zelda, your, your child, your daughter grows up traumatized. I, I disagree. Wait, you disagree? you disagree? Yeah, I disagree. I mean, my, my kid's name is Charlie, and my dad had a dog named Charlie growing up. Well, that's different. But that's different. different that's time. First of all, his entire future hinges on this answer, and you're saying don't have children. No! I didn't say don't have children. All I said was have children, but don't name the child Zelda if it coexists with the dog. The dog named Zelda and the child named Zelda cannot coexist at the same time. It's just wrong. No, but the dog is gonna die. Ah, where are you getting these mics? How many mics are there here in Brooklyn? This is insanity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can, can you not change the dog's name? You can't change a four-year-old dog's name, I've tried. But, but the daughter could be Junior. What? Yes. The daughter's gonna be Junior? Yeah. You, you, go sit down. Yeah, you're go just a monster. Down. No offense. And you come back when you're ready to apologize. <laughs> this is time none of us will ever have back. <laughs> I'm gonna watch you. <laughs> He just really did leave. Yeah, he left the theater. I just picture him walking all the way home. His wife is like, what happened? Oh, I was thrown out of the theater. Oh, oh my God, that was fantastic. Hello, what's your name? My name is Brenna. Um, I Hi, Brenna. This, I hope the stakes of my question are going to be far lower than whatever just happened. Um, I think it would just be refreshing. <laughs> yeah. To not be speaking to a sociopath. 
Well, no promise. What if her question is, is it okay to name your child after your other child? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's okay, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, I wanted to know for each of you, who was your childhood crush? Oh. I didn't that's a nice. Think that was an awe question. A real person? No, that's a nice yeah, question. Do you mean like a celebrity you mean a real or person a... or celebrity? Uh, I didn't mean real person. I mean like celebrity. Yeah, I think it's got to be celebrity because even, like... I mean I could have answered that question because if I say you know oh it was you know Laura Capral everyone goes like well that was a waste of time. <laughs> Who the cares about Laura Capral? Laura's family. Well, no, I love Laura Capral. <laughs> I threw out a name of a, a girl I fancied back in the day, but I'm just telling you that that wouldn't be, I would assume that would not be uh, the, the... Satisfying. Yeah, satisfying to people. Yeah. Did, first of all, why don't you tell us, did you have a celebrity crush growing up? Uh, well, it's not a celebrity, but I realized that my childhood crush actually has some physical similarities to you, Conan. Um, it was... Uh... Wait a minute. Whoa. This could go... Wait a minute. Let me tell you from experience... This can go very badly. <laughs> you had a crush on yeah. Slenderman? Yeah. Close. Uh, it was... There was a balloon outside a car dealership. Very close. Gumby. And I wanted to marry him. Uh, no. Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> He's not even real. I am Jack Skellington. Yeah. I'm also uh, Hermie the Elf. From the Seneca, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of people that I've been through history. (laughs) Um, But okay, that's a good answer. Yeah. Gorley? Well, when I was a kid, I had a crush on Pippi Longstocking. This has come up before. Yeah, we talked about this. Also, Blondie. I split my time between Blondie and Pippi. Blondie, the 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 singer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Jordan Knight from New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Right. You guys get it. He was like, he was like my first, what, did, huh? Oh, Dorchester, you're from there, near there. You're, why are you pronouncing it wrong if you're from there? It's Dorchester. Dorchester. Um, well, I loved him. And then, but again, Slash, who I mentioned earlier, was like my sexual awakening. So I, they were both very pivotal in, in the person that I think I right, became. Right, Mine was Jordan Knight. <laughs> oh, I was 50 at the time. (laughs) Oh, oh God. (laughs) Yeah, I have a weird one, which is uh, I really kind of had a crush on Sally Field. Oh, that's not weird. No, here's the weird thing. It's when she was playing a nun. Oh, God. Oh, God. And I was raised very Catholic. Oh, and she there was a show a million years ago, maybe you've you know, called the Flying Nun, and she was, and and she was oh, adorable, and I was like, I have a crush on her, Conan. and she was a nun. That's so loaded. It's That's just so, so loaded. And then I remembered thinking, oh no, I mean, uh, okay, what does that mean that that's who I? I mean, I know you don't choose these things, but then fortunately Jordan Knight came along, <laughs> and I was able to move on. Can it be someone in animation? <laughs> Who in animation? Who? Oh, I don't know. Wally. <laughs> Wally's cute. He is so cute. Did you ever have a, a crush on an animated figure? You know, um, my, my friends and I for a hot second were into the X-Men guys, 
but the cartoon versions. So we were really into Gambit. Wait, so from like just drawings? <laughs> just drawings. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It does? It kind of does. Yeah, oh, I can okay. see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't think of any others, but there have been a few cartoons where I'm like, yeah, you can get it. Well, thank you for your question. I hope we answered it. And um, good luck with your next sculpture. Okay, because well, that's today. all the time we have. Well, can I say something? I'm sorry, I said cartoons. I meant comic books. Well, that saved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys have been a fantastic crowd. Thank yeah. you very much for being here tonight. You've been really nice. I think it's time that we let people go home. Sonam Obsession, Matt Corley, happy five. We always like to end things on this sweet note, so we'll do that right now. You can feel free to file out if you don't want to hear me sing, because a lot of people don't. It goes like this. Follows you, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walk your blues, climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Sing it if you know it. Walk with me. Susie Lee, through the park, by the tree, we will rest on the ground. Look at all the bugs we found, safely walk to school without sound. I said, safely walk to school without sound. Here we are, no one else, we walk to school by ourselves. There's dirt on our uniforms from playing with the ants and worms. We clean up now, it's time to learn. We clean up and now it's time to learn. Here we go. We don't notice any time pass. We don't notice anything. We sit side by side in every class. Teacher thinks that I sound funny, but she loves the way you sing tonight I dream. I'm in bed, silly thoughts go through my head About the bugs and alphabet When I wake tomorrow I bet that you and I will walk together again I can tell that we are gonna be friends I can tell that we are gonna be friends O'Brien Needs a Friend, with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Ovsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering by Eduardo Perez. Additional production support by Mars Melnick. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. 
You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 669-587-2847 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in, like you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet, starting at $19.99 per month, offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com.